Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Malcolm, this legislation, a lot of people might say it goes a little bit too far. We all absolutely, well, I would think any level-headed person would disagree with protesting outside a politician's home, an asylum seeker's hotel, a direct provision centre, whatever it happens to be. You seem to target these particular places. You agree with protests, you say, but not outside people's homes. Is that going too far to make it illegal? Uh, It's not. Uh, This is about being able to protect an individual's private home, their family home, uh, it's making an offence out of engaging in a targeted protest uh, against an individual because what it results in, obviously, is not just a targeting of the individual and uh, harassing and annoying that particular individual, but it also impacts uh, on their families and those who are residing uh, in the family home. So what this legislation is about is it's about uh, protecting the family home. I'm a strong supporter of the right to protest. Uh, I think a cornerstone of a democracy uh, is the right to peaceful protest. I've taken part in many protests and vigils, as I'm sure uh, many of your listeners have. Uh, And the overwhelming majority of people would never even countenance the idea of going to protest outside somebody's family home. Well, well, depending on what we're defining as a family home, because, yes, we saw the protest during COVID outside uh, Stephen Donnelly's house, outside uh, Simon Harris's house, outside Michal Martin's home in Cork as well. We saw protests outside their homes. But what do we define as a home? Is a direct provision centre home? Is a hotel where we're temporarily keeping asylum seekers? Is that a home? Are they homes? Well, well, what the legislation will, will talks about is about where somewhere which is deci- defined as somebody's primary uh, principal residence. So where it is your home, albeit even for a temporary basis. So even if somebody is uh, an asylum seeker or a refugee, if they are temporarily housed uh, in a particular location where that is their home, yes, then you shouldn't have protests outside of this creating a specific offence in this area. Okay, is, is there not already legislation, you know, around, you know, kind of harassment or whatever there, it happens to be there, in that there, in that area? Yeah, there, there is some legislation, and there is some legislation as part of the Public Order Act, but from talking to Gardaí, they will say that they are limited in certain areas where you see a protest, a targeted okay. protest, taking place uh, outside an individual's home. And this is about what a democracy is about, uh, it's about asserting people's rights, but it's about a balancing of people's okay. rights. I want to go. I want to go as well if I can to Pader Tobin, leader of Ain Two. Pader, good afternoon to you. Pader, you've heard what Malcolm has to say. I think, as I said already, we are all against the idea of intimidation. We're all against the idea. I, don't, I personally don't agree with protesting outside politicians' homes. I don't agree with shouting up at the windows of hotels, out, 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 or leave, leave, leave. When it comes to asylum seekers, I think it's abhorrent. But do we need legislation to put people in jail for six months if they do it? Yeah, so to be clear, we, we obviously oppose uh, protesting outside of TD homes uh, and of uh, centres for asylum seekers. On a humanitarian basis, we think that's absolutely wrong. Many of these people have left you know, very violent uh, situations, wars, famines, and there are many children uh, in those buildings. And the idea of people shouting abuse uh, at people, you know, especially children, from in that circumstance is absolutely wrong. Um, but, you know, we... we the idea that you know freedom of expression or protest is in some way you know in the gift of a government of the day is wrong. You know, demo- you know the right to protest, the peaceful protest, is a fundamental part of a democracy. It's not a luxury, and it's not a decoration that can be pulled by a government at any time. It must remain there. 
Um, and, you know, we should be dealing with those types of, of protests in a cultural fashion, educating people to say, you know, on, on one level, this is obviously very negative for the people behind these uh, doors. But on a second level, you're actually just turning everybody off anyways. You're, you're, you're reducing your ability to communicate your, your points by getting involved in these. And, we, and we've seen that over the last six weeks, by the way, in relation to the protests that have happened outside the hotel. It, is, it has turned many people off the idea of protesting in that manner. My I, worry I is, so. you see, there's, there, there is an authoritarian creep within um, the, the political establishment at the moment. There is a kind of a, a new view amongst uh, politicians, you know, that the right to, to, to freedom of speech, uh, right to protest, all of these should be reduced. And, um, you know, a few months, a year, maybe about a year or two ago, many politicians were starting to come up with the idea of, you know, uh, banning the rights to peaceful protests uh, outside abortion clinics. Um, and that they said at the time that this was a once-off, that this would not be rolled out anywhere else. And incredibly, just in a few months later, you know, now it's been considered to be roll, rolled out in, in other locations. And I guarantee you, another politician from the Dáil uh, or the Shannon okay. in, in a number of, uh, of months or years would suggest a third or and even a fourth place. Malcolm, I, Malcolm is, that, is that not fair comment, that as much as we all disagree with it, and there are many things that we believe are morally wrong in society, but they're not illegal, um, that you're heading down some sort of authoritarian route, uh, kind of, it's almost in breach of the Constitution and the right to protest, and that if we keep doing this and telling people where they can and can't protest, well, then essentially we're not living in a democracy anymore. No, that, that's not true. I mean, a, a democracy is about balancing of rights. So... You know, we the, the right freedom of expression is very important, but it's also balanced by I can't come on your program and say something that is defamatory, uh, because if I do, there are consequences for you and for me. Uh, and some would argue, well, why can't I come on and call you whatever I want to call you? Because that impacts on some of your rights, including your right to a good name and so on. So every right that Yes, but I mean, but but if you're protesting, but if you're protesting under the Constitution and you're gathering peacefully, you're not you're not breaking and you're not in breach of anyone's rights, really, are you? No, no, but but what what you are is legally what you are what you are doing is also within the Constitution, and I, I I have checked this that what I'm proposing is perfectly constitutional. There are also rights that we have within the Constitution and from the Constitution about our right to privacy, about the right to the family home, and I mean if, if I mean, I find it ironic that some of those who, you know, who have been protesting outside politicians' homes, who speak about family values, uh, at the same time choose to carry out their protests uh, outside the family homes. Uh, okay, well, address, address what Patter said. So he said, you know, it started a couple of years ago with the, you know, the banning the protests outside abortion uh, or places where abortion services were available. And, you know, we were told, that, well, look, this is a once-off and this is what Patter suggested there a minute ago. Now we're suggesting you can't do it outside a politician's home or an asylum centre, asylum seeker centre or a refugee centre or where refugees may be housed temporarily as their home. Um, and the idea, I suppose, that Patter is saying, well, then what's next? Where else will we ban when we say you can't protest in the city centre in two years' time. Well, is well, it, but isn't this the fear all the time? Well, I, I, I'll put it to you this way. I, I don't like going into that kind of whataboutery. I mean, what I'm saying is this piece of legislation is very clear to deal with a very specific challenge that we face, albeit in a small minority of cases. But I, I personally believe in where the motivation comes from this, and I think your listeners would agree. Your family home is very important. Where you live is very important. You want to protect those that you love, 
Uh, I, this is not just about politicians. Uh, it's about journalists. It's about health professionals. It's about others. You should not protest outside somebody's home. I would hope we never have to. I mean, most people would have the cop on not to protest outside somebody's home. Unfortunately, we have a small okay. minority. But let me finally go to Padder. Padder, is that Padder, is that not a fair point? You know, if there were people out there, you know, for who were pro-abortion, and they decided to stand outside your family home as leader of Ain Two because they know that you're opposition to abortion, they decide to stand out there for days on end while your family are coming and going. I don't know whether you have children or not are coming and going. That would be quite intimidating. Surely you would want that to be against the law. Yeah. So intimidation and harassment are already against the law. It doesn't, doesn't, like, they are already illegal. Well, the, you know, gar- the guards find it difficult at the moment, and this is the point Malcolm, Malcolm is making, the guards find it difficult to use that legislation because it's difficult to kind of prove because you're going to have people there, oh, I'm in a public place, so I can do what I want, I'm standing on the footpath. People, people go to court every year because of intimidation and harassment uh, in, in, in this country. One of the weaknesses of Malcolm's um, uh, uh, proposals is, and, and, you know, history has shown this, that, you know, protests are a, a great vent for anger and stresses within society, you know, freedom of speech and freedom of expression, you know, the idea that we have a democracy in, in many ways is also to allow for people to, to vent, you know, unhappiness with, with the status quo. If you close off those vents, it doesn't make the issue disappear. In actual fact, history, unfortunately, shows closing off those democratic vents actually pushes people into, you know, worse actions. And, and, and you know, the north of Ireland started off in the late 60s in terms of people marching for civil rights. They were beaten off the streets by an authoritarian regime. you're raging. completely avoiding the point. No, no, just hear me out. They were beaten off the streets um, for, you know, because they, 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 um, the, the system also felt that this was, you know, a horrendous type of, of protest. And that didn't end well. When you ban democratic protests, it doesn't make the, the, the situation better. It actually makes it worse. But, no, but, but, any, but nobody's trying to ban democratic protests. No, I mean, if you want to protest no, no over down the street... No civil rights protester, no civil no, rights protester see, in the no, North protests outside of politicians. Uh, and, and, and this is not... This is dealing with... And, and precisely to your point, Father, it should be an offence if somebody, because they disagree with your views... Uh, gets to protest outside your, your home. It's appalling if that would happen. They can protest outside your office, uh, outside Aintu's office, outside Leinster House, but they should never be in a position where they protest outside your home. And what this creates but, is a specific offence of doing that. And it doesn't prevent people from engaging in the democratic right to protest. And I will always defend see, that. The, the problem is, the the problem, when the government comes in and tells people, you know, what you can do in a peaceful fashion in the public space, in this country, it is a restriction on that democratic expression. It is a reduction on them, that democratic expression, and it will push people, uh, unfortunately, not in the right direction, prob- probably in a worse direction. What we need to do is deal with these issues culturally. We need to educate uh, people in terms of you know, f- what is decent, what's right, what's fair, and also what's more likely to be damaging to their, to their cause ultimately. Uh, in relation to this. Um, and unfortunately, do you know what? When you bring that authoritarian, you know, heavy hand of the law down on these issues, these people, you okay. know, it, it actually okay. increases their conspiracy uh, views. It okay. increases their anti-establishment views. Uh, I, and I okay, I, I, and final word, Malcolm, just a final word on it. A lot of people are going to say this, Malcolm. We are going to have this conversation, let callers on in a few minutes, but I know a lot of people are going to say that as much as they agree with the principle of what you're saying, that you are, we are going down a rabbit hole when we start banning protests in any shape or form. No, no 
it's not. Now, first of all, I think, you know, Adder's idea that you can educate these people who choose to go and protest outside individuals' homes, I, I, I would worry about, you know, that, that, that I wouldn't be too optimistic that that would succeed. This is about uh, protecting the right to privacy of an individual in their own okay. home and the right of their family to have that, that privacy. It doesn't prevent anyone from, anyone who wants to protest about any policy, they can still do it. All it does is it places a small limit on where you can go okay. ahead and do okay. it. Let's, okay, both of you, thank you very much indeed. Thank you, Padder. I appreciate you coming on the air. Thank you very much indeed, Senator Malcolm Moore, and I appreciate you both coming on the air. Thank you. And I want to get your views as well. As a caller, by the way, I want to get your views whether you believe people should have the right to protest outside a politician's family home. I don't believe you should have the right, by the way. But in saying that, when I say the right, I don't think you should do it. Uh, Whether you have the right to do it is the question we're asking today. Because, of course, this legislation, which looks like it's been, you know, taken seriously by Cabinet. um, Cabinet said they're not going to oppose it. It will have to go to the proper due process, of course. Uh, The bill has already been proposed. But it will invariably ban you from protesting outside a politician's home, not just outside a politician's home, but indeed anybody's home. Now, I don't know how you define this, this piece of legislation, or how you can define it. Um, it is specifically at the moment they talk about it being targeted towards politicians and asylum seekers or refugees. In other words, the protest that happened in Ballymun two weeks ago, where people were standing outside the hotel, chanting, oh, 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 leave, leave, leave. As much as most normal people would believe that's not the right way to protest because their angst is really with the government and not with the individuals inside the hotel. That would be illegal because that would be classed as their home. And you heard Malcolm say that because that's where they are accommodated. If you went outside City West, there was a protest in night. Both sides, by the way, there was a, a rally of people as well who were welcoming refugees and those who were against government policy and immigration. Those protests would be all banned. Because you're outside their, inverted commas, home, their accommodation. And you could not stand outside Michal Martin's house, Leo Varadkar's house. And I, those protests happened over the period, uh, particularly over COVID. And I, at the time, said they, I felt they were wrong. Go to government ministers, you know, their, their clinics or whatever it is, or their constituency offices. Go to government buildings, but not outside their family home where their family members live and don't make those decisions. But should it be illegal... As much as I believe it's wrong in some cases, should it be illegal? According to the proposed legislation, anybody who does this could get up to six months in jail or more. Phone App Store, Ireland's classic hits radio. I don't know whether Malcolm is still listening or not, uh, but I'll be honest with you, looking at the text and WhatsApp, and they're flowing in here at the moment, I find it difficult to find anybody who thinks that this is a good idea. As much as many people, by the way, texting in, uh, think it's the wrong thing to do to protest outside uh, somebody's home. They don't believe it should be illegal because we're heading down a very dodgy road when you do that. Um, but in saying that, if you agree with it, or you agree with legislation, that well, could see somebody going to jail if they protest outside a politicians' homes, or indeed accommodation for asylum seekers, um, or indeed anybody's private home. And somebody says, by the way, they protest outside my house all the time because of where I happen to live in the city centre. Does that mean I can complain and get them all arrested? Well, I don't think it'll work like that because they're not protesting against you, per se. But anyway, I will give priority uh, to people who believe this is a good idea because I will have no problem at all finding people who think it's a bad idea. Uh, let me go to, firstly to John O'D. Guilty as charged, John O'Dea. Now, John O'Dea from Cork, I spoke to you many times in relation to your protest where you stand outside Michal Martin's home. You could now go to jail for that if that law indeed becomes law. 
Well, I've done it with maybe one or two others, but I've done it a lot on my own, and it's all about the pro-life and the abortion, right? I will continue to... Well, he's not Taoiseach anymore, look, so I don't know why he was Taoiseach. Now, he's in the Mickey Mouse job, now he's tarnished. You know, like, <laughs> the name. Mickey Mouse job. Yeah. So <laughs> he's I, second in command. Come on, give him some credit. I, yeah, 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 I know. Um, the thing is, what I was on to Malcolm Burns' uh, constituency office yesterday. And oh, you wrote, to, you wrote to him, did you? I know I was on the phone to, and I spoke to his press secretary there, like a very nice lad, man, and we had a great conversation. It was very cordial. There was no shouting around. No, no, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. And, um, well, country where people might think I can actually conduct myself when they want to. The thing is that um, I told him that what Malcolm is proposing... Uh, is it going to be music to the ears, to the extreme right? Not the people in the areas that you've dealt with there that are genuinely protesting, they are from the areas, but the real racist, the real extreme right-wing hatred of any nationality rather than our own, right? These people know this is music to their ears, and the first personnel that will be put into jail, right, for six months or 12 months or whatever, right, will become the poster by a poster girl then for the extreme So right. you're saying they'll become a martyr? Yeah, well, of course. So he should drop this immediately. This should never have even been proposed. No. Well, well, I mean, well, but he has legitimate concerns. And I suppose if we go back even a little bit in time, forget about what's happened over the last six weeks in relation to asylum seekers and their accommodation. We go back during COVID when you had people outside Simon Harris's house at the time, his, I think his partner had just had a baby at the time, um, and you had people outside Stephen Donnelly's house. I mean, I, I'm not a fan of Stephen Donnelly's policies, and I don't, I'm not a fan of the way he runs the health service in this country, or but sorry, as Minister for Health. But, but in saying that, I'm not going to stand outside his house. Well, you see, the thing is, he, he's not doing his job. Like me, well, that, that's fair, well, that's fair enough, and that's your opinion as a citizen. You're entitled to say that, but that still doesn't give you the right to stand but, outside but his house, where, problem, his, where his problem, wife lives, or his partner lives, or his children live. The problem is, now, look, I, I go out now after now. I will meet several people now that will have listened to you today and helped me on here. Right, every single day, people know that I do be on radio stations and they talk to me about all this stuff. Right, every day I meet people. Right, and people are exasperated. They feel they're not being listened to. They're being betrayed. Like Michal Martin, if his election called in the morning, he can walk onto my private residence, knock at the door, completely uninvited and unannounced. But if I go down and knock on his house, I could be arrested. Now, there's something wrong there. Like we, last time I looked, we weren't living in North Korea, right? No. Well, you will certainly now, hold on, you've never lived in North Korea, so you certainly don't know what that's like. But it, there's, By the way, there's nothing probably stopping you knocking on his door if you have good reason to knock on his door. Well, when we yeah, I mean, if you, if you were an acquaintance of his or you need to deliver something to him on a personal level, there's nothing stopping you knocking on his door. Well, you, the, the, I, I, obviously, I, there's I, members I, of Angarda Shia Khan there, I, I'm assuming. I, I, well, yeah. Because yeah I well, and well, if you have an official reason to be there or you have a reason to be at his front door, just like he has a reason to be at yours during an election. Well, we went down one time, there I company, the eviction and people went down and they were looking for support and they went with him. And they wanted to hand a letter into Michal Martin's house below. And the armed detective that was outside the house came up and he told us, he said, I cannot allow you to breach the threshold of the property, right? Well, well, no. well I, I'm assuming if you nominated one person, but even then, if it's a letter, you'd have to get it examined because there are like, unscrupulous people in the world who might want to harm him. Of course, him. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he, he was, on he was the Taoiseach. He could have called for backup, but the thing is, if we wanted to all walk on in mass in, up to the door, he couldn't have stopped us. So, well, he could have because you're on his property, but go on, yeah. No, but I mean, the guard could have done it. He was on his own. Like, he, he couldn't knock us all down. But the whole, and there was no threat anywhere. We just wanted to hand in a letter. 
So what happened then was uh, I came up with a compromise. I said, we'll pick one individual, I said, and you accompany that individual then, representing on Garda Shekana, up to the door. And that was the compromise, and that happened, and everyone was happy. But uh, wasn't that okay then? What's the problem? That was okay, yeah, but I mean, but his approach was that he couldn't let anyone up to the door. Like okay, well, 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 hang on, stay there. So you think the legislation's a bad idea. You've written to Malcolm Byrne, uh, Senator Malcolm Byrne, you've also been on to his constituency office about it, and you believe this kind of legislation is only going to encourage those who are on the extreme right to be martyrs and go to jail. Uh, was, and, and I don't disagree inherently with what you're saying. Uh, Dan, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. How are you doing, Dan? I need all things. Good. I, I don't inherently disagree with what John is saying. I, I, I mean, I, John knows I don't morally agree with him standing outside politicians' houses, but I don't think it should be legal for him to do it either. Well, my understanding is that at the moment it is a right and it is legal. And Well, if you're in a public place on a footpath, it's, yeah, there's nothing illegal about what yeah, you're doing. So the question that has been raised is should we make it somehow illegal for in certain tight circumstances? Hmm. Uh, I, I'm on, not on defence, but I, I have I've, I've feelings and thoughts on the matter. Feeling-wise, yeah, I, I have serious concerns about protesting outside somebody's home, uh, primarily because of uh, the effect it may have on children or family members that are not themselves, mm. let's say, politicians. <clears throat> on the other hand, uh, the senators and TDs, their job, is to move good ideas, bad ideas, mull them over, and move some of them into proposed legislation. So you mentioned before the break about, you know, that it would be, if it, if it did get into the Senate at all, it would be subject to due process. Mm-hmm. There is no due process anymore in, in the, in the Oroctus. So that's, that's an issue in itself, but... I've been in a few organizations over the last three or four decades, and the fundamental rule always applies when it comes to what we can do and what we can't do, which is, well, let's check the, the Constitution. Well, Malcolm Burns seems to believe he has the, has the Constitution has already been checked as far as he's concerned, and he believes it's constitutional. Now, I'm, I'm assuming if, if you have a problem or people have a problem, they can take a challenge. Yeah. At the moment, uh, my understanding is in the Constitution, it's very clear that... You have the right we, to peaceful we, assembly. We have the right to... Well, the technical arm, I think, uh, is we have the right to peaceable assembly. assembly. As long as you right? don't impinge in, in those no, on other, the no. rights of other people to go about their lawful business. There's no so far as if you don't. Well, right? there is. It do, I, I don't remember the actual wording of the Constitution, but it says that you can't impinge on the rights of other people to go about their lawful business. The question of... The question of peaceable assembly is not uh, subject to ifs and buts and conditions in Bunrocht. There are other pieces of Bunrocht that, that deal with rights and other rights and that kind of thing, right? But that, for a lot of people, that is a problem because Bunrocht <coughs> is recognized by a lot of people as being very clear, especially the preamble to it, but... Bunrock is very clear that our constitution is very clear that I or a number of obviously a number of, of people have the right to peaceable assembly basically anywhere on public property. Yeah. Right? And it is also uh, a troubling issue that people if I were elected a, a local councillor, God forbid, or a politician, I was elected, it would be very troubling to me if something that I was proposing or considering or overseeing being brought into legislation, it would be very troubling for me 
if I realised that a lot of people could be standing outside my entrance and my wife and children could possibly be feeling intimidated mm-hmm. or frightened. So well, it, it does. Well, I, I think the point that was made by Padre Tobin, as much as he disagrees with people protesting outside people's homes or indeed accommodation for asylum seekers, there's already legislation there if people are behaving in an intimidating fashion. No, you could have I agree. Or, or a harass, like, harassment. The, 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 the nature of regulators, the nature of regulators is let's bring in more regulation. Regulators include Ngardashikana, the TDs and the senators and the regulators of financial and so forth, right? So uh, we we elect the TDs apparently to legislate, but actually the T Choctadala means a messenger from the people. It doesn't mean a ruler of the people, okay? And there is a large upboiling of feeling right around the country, Neil Nile that something very bad is happening to our peaceable assembly rights and our rights to protest. Okay, okay. Hold on, John. I know you want to say something, but I want to go to Liz as well, just before the break, if I can. Liz, you're on Ireland's Classic. It's Radio. How are you doing, Liz? Hi, now. How are you doing? Go on ahead. I have two minutes there. Liz, What? what do, you, do you feel this is a good idea? I don't think it's a good idea, mainly because I think it's pointless. Like, the guards don't enforce the laws that are there already. Like, if somebody is feeling intimidated in their home, like, they should be able to contact the guy to Akana and get that dealt with. But they don't enforce those laws already, so I don't see the sense in bringing But the guards' hands are pretty much tied. When they arrive at a scene, we'll take, for example, what happened in Ballymun three weeks ago. I think I think most normal thinking people would agree that shouting up to the windows of the hotels, out, 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 go home, go home, Yeah, go home. I think it's a, I'm from Ballymun it's, and look, I've had the conversation with people who are at those protests and I think it's a disgrace. Okay, and, and, and by the way, we all understand and we all agree that a debate needs to be had in relation to immigration policy. That's a completely different thing. And if you want to protest, go up to government buildings, right? Or march exactly, up and down the street, that's, or whatever that's you want. That's okay, okay. But, okay, but in saying that, when the guards are called in that situation and you have two or three hundred people standing outside, the guards have to be able to deal with that in a, without it turning into or escalating into something worse. Now, their argument is we don't have the power to deal with that currently at the moment because we can't pluck individuals out of that and throw them in jail for six months because they're not doing anything illegal, technically speaking, unless they're physically doing something to somebody or harassing an individual. Do you know and, what I mean? And yeah, I understand that. But at the same time, if they're constantly going to, like, just as you said, taking the example of the asylum seekers, say, like in Ballymun alone, there's been protests every other day. If you ask me, every other day, I hear people saying that they're going to the protest. As I said, I'm from Ballymun. And I've had the conversation. I think it's ridiculous that they go outside hotels. It's mm-hmm. a disgrace. They shouldn't be shouting at those people to get out when them pe- those people have no choice in where they're sent. <laughs> yeah. But in saying that, like, there's a when it's covered in the media and all, you have some people talking about how, yeah, it's some local residents, but it's a lot of far-right groups as well. And, like, don't tell me that the police don't know who these people are. Oh, well, they do. I mean, there are, and there are one or two individuals in there who should be put behind bars and left there, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I'm running out of time here rapidly, but, uh, but, but, Dan, I just wanted to mention to you, in regards to the Constitution, right, yeah. 
Freedom of assembly. I'm, not, I'm reading here, by the way. Freedom of assembly. You have a right to assemble or meet peacefully without and without weapons. Article 4061. Uh, this right is limited by legislation to protect public order and morality. The law prevents or controls meetings that are calculated or designed to cause riot or breach of the peace, which may be in danger of the general public. There are also limitations on your freedom of assembly. You cannot meet on private property without the consent of the owner. That is trespass, of course. Uh, parades or processions are exempt from that. Okay, so so the point is, according to what they're saying here, and I'm, I'm reading this article here, that the right is limited by legislation to protect public order and morality. Would you accept Yes. Uh, by legislation, exactly. And uh, well, Is that what this is then? Is this legislation yes, you, to protect... You, you, you have this circular, really serious argument right around democratic countries now between constitution and legislation. <clears throat> Their law with a capital T, their law is the constitution, the fundamental... Pro- oh, no, I'm, I'm aware of that. No no law can be written in, in breach of the constitution. I'm well aware of that. But, but, the, but, but the constitution, according to this piece, allows the right, they say the right of peaceful assembly, uh, or peaceable assembly, is limited by legislation to protect public yes. order or morality. No, I, I cannot come along and knock your house, you know, lawfully, legally, okay, without sanction, right? But I can... I can all, I can say, right, I'm not going to knock your house, Niall, but I'm going to come along and I'm going to excavate underneath it and undermine your house. And that is the process that is happening at the moment with legislation. Okay. Radio. All right, I've got a couple of minutes left before we go to the news. Gavin, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. How are you doing, Gavin? How are you doing, Pat? Good. This idea of bringing in legislation, somebody could go to jail for six months for protesting outside a politician's home, or indeed any person's home, private home, or accommodation for asylum seekers. Is this? Do you believe this is good? Is it foreseen? Do you think it's constitutional? I'm not too sure whether it is or not. Malcolm Byrne seems to suggest it is. Malcolm Byrne is wrong. It's a, it's a breaking of my democratic right. I spoke at the Mansion House last Saturday night. Uh, last Saturday, I gave a speech, and that that can be redefined as a home because the Lord Mayor lives there. A hotel is not a home, Noel. Um, a bargain town... Well, I, well, I, well he, did, he did suggest that a hotel is not a home. That's just somebody... But they are... Twi- but, but, no, but, not, no, but but No, but, but if, say, a politician stays the night in a hotel, that, that wouldn't be classed as a home. He's just staying there for the night. But if a, an asylum seeker is staying in a hotel, obviously that's temporary accommodation. So that would be classed as a home, yes. Exactly. So they're breaking, they're breaking legislation to stop people being able to protest. Like, so... We're protesting because they're putting these people into our areas that are in hotels in our areas. So if you redefine that as a home, that means my democratic right to speak out against that has been took away. And what we're trying to... But, but, is it, but Gavin, you know what I mean? I, I agree with everybody's... I, I don't agree with this legislation. I've just said that already. But, but I do agree with, you know, being a, an element of morality about things. In other words, during COVID, as much as I disagreed with a lot of politicians in the lockdowns, I wouldn't stand outside their house where their wife and kids live. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? No, you're missing... I mean, would you, Gavin, would you? Would you stand outside Leo Varadkar's house where his partner lives? Well, let me say what I want to say. I don't agree that outside a person's actual home that is a resident and was born and reared in this country. And what, di- like, what difference does it make where they're born? It's still because a hotel is not a home. No, no but, you're, but, but, trying to, you're, you're trying to say a hotel is a home. A hotel and temporary emergency accommodation is not a home. Do you, I disagree with your view. Do you, okay, well, let me ask you a question, Gavin, and let me just get to the brunt of it. Do you think it was acceptable two, two or three weeks ago for people to stand outside the, the hotel in Ballymore and shit, screaming, out, 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 leave, leave, leave? Do you think yes. that's okay? Yes. 
Gavin, come on. Come on. Let's what? be fair. You know, even if you have an angst in relation to immigration policy in Ireland, which many people do, and I accept that, that I accept there needs to be a debate about all of that, right? But there is being no debate. But, so but, but, that, but, that, yeah, but that's... Break down the fabric but of that what doesn't give... Do. But that still doesn't morally make it right to intimidate people. But that, I mean, because the, in, the, in, the individuals in the hotel, no matter what you think of them, they took, an advan- they took advantage of a broken system. That's no, what we will argue. No, so they're not the ones responsible. Your your argument is with government. No, outside the no, door. Noel, I'm trying to make a point, right? When I voted, yes, in the referendum, right, for equality, I voted for people in a minority to have a voice, to speak up because nobody was speaking for them, right? Not for a politician to get a vote so people could jump, so we could jump on the bandwagon and say, vote for me. People have a right to speak up. They and do. that's democracy. That's democracy. And if you don't like democracy, we don't live in a communist yeah, but, country. We live well, in no, a- no, no, no. And I, and I agree with you in relation to legislating. And I probably more so agree with Pat or Tobin in relation to legislating against it. I don't think we should have to legislate against it. But we should all use an element of common sense too. Yeah, but common sense, like legislation has to be abolished on it. But do I think that a lot of people should walk outside a politician's home? No, I don't. But outside a politician's place of work or, a, or their local residence office, yes, yeah, they yeah, the constituency office, absolutely. That's where you yeah, take your poll. Outside the hall door. But do we agree that you should be able to protest outside the buildings where these people are being put in? Yes, when, I when, do. When, when, you, when you say these people, again, it's not their fault. Your argument is with government, not the individuals yes, that are in yes. there. They're yes. not your problem. Your problem is the government and the legislation and the immigration policy and the policies of the state that allows that to happen. Do you understand? Yeah, I do understand what you mean. But you have to remember, Noel, when, when you... It's like the water charges. I have five okay. seconds. Go for it, Gavin, quick. Look, <laughs> the people are pushing back against the government. Like they can bring in all the legislation they want, but at the end of the day, if you push people back, they're going to go forward. Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio, the multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic hit.